0: Welcome Abundant Babe, I have been waiting for you and I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you Soul Sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of spirituality and a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in this sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, mentor, and coach. And my purpose is to help visionaries manifest everything they want through alignment, spirituality, and tangible strategy. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and I have such a big smile on my face because I am interviewing one of the coolest people ever today. I am so excited to welcome my one-on-one client for the past, like, what has it been, like eight, nine months now. My friend, super amazing, super inspirational human, Angharad, to the podcast. Welcome, Angharad.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I have the biggest smile, too.
0: (laughs) I'm so happy you're here. So you guys are going to love this conversation because Unhard's just the best. She's actually so crazy. I say to her every time I hear her speak, like, you need to be a public speaker. So if you guys are looking for a speaker at any of your events, please hit her up. You will see what I mean after this episode. (laughs) Thank you. you. Yeah, you're welcome. So Unhard's actually the founder of the Farmhouse Scullery, and she's a leader of women. That's like a leader, of woman is like a perfect way to put it. And she's getting to help get them on their divine path and empowering busy people pleasers to focus on this themselves. She's a food and lifestyle blogger and a business and mindset coach. coach. And she has massive, massive goals, which I can definitely attest to as for coach. And <laughs> um, an epic, epic long-term vision as well. So um, this is going to be super, super fun. But how about you, well, first and foremost, share your Instagram so people can go check you out.
1: Yes, I absolutely love this when people do this at the beginning of the podcast. So please come and check me out and see the face to the, the voice, right? Um, so my Instagram handle is at scullery. Yeah, You can catch me there.
0: Yeah, so catch Unheard there. Watch our stories for great chats and lots of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, oh, and so... Beyond that, um, why don't you share with us like a little bit more about you? Because obviously I know you really well, but I want the audience to get to know you really well. Like, Where in the world do you live? Where's your accent from? How did you get into doing what you do? Lay it on us.
1: Cool, cool. So I am in New Zealand. I was born and raised here. Um, my family has a Welsh history, though, so hence the Welsh name, Unhurried, um, which I've been there a few times. I absolutely adore travel, so can't wait to get that there again again. I've got a couple of kids and a husband and we've recently stepped out into full-time entrepreneur life um, which is really yeah. exciting <laughs> it was definitely scary to jump but really feeling a big safety net around us and really really feeling this is what we were meant to be doing um, cuz prior to this we've been self-employed dairy farmers for the last 5 years. Um, on a family farm and we always imagined that farming would be how we raise our kids but just through a series of life events aka Viola um, (laughs) things have shifted so much for me over the past year just when I decided to invest in myself for the first time I think it it really did change my life. Um, I signed up to your first round of Soulful Business Academy last year and I because I had been sitting on the idea of a food blog for Close to a decade and I was just too scared to do it and that's the thing we find ourselves so many times is mm. we just I, I there's so many things in my life and so many people I speak to they have these deep desires or they know they are called for something bigger but they just they they don't let it out and so I let it out one day and it, I just it's a different world like just just yeah. not to go down the rabbit hole it's like a rabbit hole of like doing something you want with your life it's just it changes everything and then I learned about mindset and personal development and then people started asking me and watching what I'm doing and that's just really how I ended up doing business and mindset coaching as well as because people just want to see what on earth whereas the old one heard what what's happened to, like the new one's really cool like what's you know not that the old one wasn't but the old one had problems she had no self-confidence and stuff so everyone's like what who are you you know tell me about it
0: yeah exactly and it's like been one of the most incredible things to witness because not that I knew you super well before we started working together but I knew who you were when you came into the program you know, and it was just like, I remember even the process of you signing up to the program, like when you say it was like a scary decision, like it was like you, I think you were one of the last people to sign up like right as the doors were closing type thing. Yeah. Oh, message me like every second day to ask more questions or to like, you know, just to look at more info or whatever. And it was just so funny because there was just like this like level like I could feel within you that there you had a massive desire. There were so many things that you wanted to do, um, but you'd let like your mind be completely filled with all of the. I mean, you obviously didn't because you you took that leap, but up until that point, there was just like so many reasons why you couldn't do it. You know what I mean like you said you weren't confident you weren't this you weren't that and now suddenly like you're this like completely outspoken incredible inspirational like have people like in your hometown literally ask you for your autograph real life story (laughs) (laughs) um and just all this incredible stuff and it's been just so awesome to witness um and so you um you launched your business like um last year and then it's really evolved in from being just kind of like lifestyle blogging and food blogging to also um doing coaching and kind of that kind of thing now. And um then now you're doing full time this full time and I know your husband's also like dabbling in some entrepreneurial endeavors, which is super cool.
1: hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. It's funny. It's yeah, it's amazing. When when we left the farm, we decided he was going to have two months off work, and I was going to was on, on my business for two months, which was like didn't even feel like work. It was the most amazing thing ever. And one of the big things I learned through that two months for me was actually about mes- ma- masculine and feminine energy. It was something that um, I didn't i i had heard of, but I had never like implemented into my life before. And balancing them out and just I have had the most success in my business when I'm in my feminine energy. So it's not, it wasn't about me working harder or doing more things, my business. It was about the alignment, like the stuff we talk about all the time, the alignment, the timing, like being in integrity and really sitting back and enjoying my life. Like with the affirmations, the more I have fun, the more money I earn, all these like back to front things of what I all the conditioning, all the things I used to tell myself, which was the opposite of that for my whole life Mm -hmm. is now, like what's providing success and what's providing happiness for me and I I can't even the 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 flip of my life compared to what it was a year ago is I never would have seen it coming but it's it's so incredible and it's like my soul knew this is what it was meant to be doing because I've always had like how I feel now about my business and when I'm in my family energy and when I'm doing this stuff I I I yearned for this for the last 10 years like when I was thinking about my my blog or whatever, or like my big goals, I, I felt this, but I didn't know what it was. And I was always searching for it, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's always just like, there's always been this little piece missing. I'd be actually really Mm -hmm. interested for you to share like who was unhired a year ago, because I know it's like massively different than who you are today.
1: Mm. So a year ago I had just got over, um, been head of postnatal depression and anxiety um, I So that was a huge thing for me yeah. Dealing with that That was not um, a, a great part of my life My husband also had Problems on the farm as well With his mental health at the time So it was a, a, Our house was stressful We walked out with a marriage Which we're very thankful for um, mm-hmm. Definitely by God we stayed together with that But I also So yeah coupled with the um, Anxiety and depression I also um, one day realized, oh, I was a smoker. I was really an emotional eater. Like all of these bad habits, these these things that were tying me down. And one day I was outside. I never used to tell this part of the story, but I was having a smoke outside one night, and I had a I had a realization that I had no self confidence and I was all, like all self worth because I was. You know how like when you're in a relationship for so long, and because my husband and I've been together for twelve years, I think it mm-hmm. was yep quite a, quite a, yeah. We were seventeen. Um, yeah, 12 years, so, um, you know how, like, when you have been to get a <laughs> while, and then the compliments start to die off, and you're like, oh, this is a bit sad, and then I realised one day that I was like, oh my gosh, um, I, you know, Jeff's not paying me enough compliments, I haven't, you know, this is what I need myself with, and I was like, oh, <gasps> oh my gosh, no, this is not where it's, me- what is, no, this is not meant to come from him, this is meant to come from me, and that was like a huge wake-up call for me, I was I was absolutely shocked that but I I thought that's how it always lived my life I met him when I was a lot I've always my father passed away when I was young like you Viola and I was the eldest like you and so mm-hmm. a lot of responsibility fell on me as a child and I had a lot of I I had a lot of depression in my life to be honest so when I met my husband I was in bad point and so his compliments was the, was the singular thing that really helped me have some confidence and mm-hmm. So when I had that wake up call that I have no self confidence or self worth, I I I literally picked that thought up and threw it into the back of my head, like you know, in that place where your mother in law said stuff to you that you didn't like, <laughs> and going like I have no idea how to deal with this. And then, yeah, like six months later, I was uh, my confidence is is huge now through the walk that I've been through and knowing that, like my is and I have every bit of power that I need in me and. Really digging deep into the things that where I want to go and what's happened in my past and my subconscious mind conditioning and, and all these things the whole package of um, investing in myself and focusing on myself and giving myself radical permission to show the f up for myself yeah. is what has changed my confidence and changed my life.
0: Mm, yeah, this is so huge, and I think like as well, um, I feel I feel like we're tag teaming your story here, but I feel like it's <laughs> totally. Right with it. And because I've been, um, you know, a part of it for this last, um, however many months, but it's also like crazy because I feel like one of the things that's been so powerful for you is like, you literally just one day decided, like when you decided to sign up for that program, it wasn't just, you're like, I'm going to try this program and see how it is. It was like a line in the sand for you. You're like, if I'm doing this, I'm doing this right. And you showed up like nobody's business. You were a leader in that program. (laughs) You, um, just like really, really turned up with everything that you had. And one of the things that I like, why I knew that you were different and why I knew that things were just gonna like work for you in your life is because from the beginning, you weren't making decisions based on the now, you were always making decisions based on the ultimate vision that you had for yourself, which was a successful business, which was um, time freedom for your family, which was uh, the feeling of fulfillment, which was impacting you know, masses of people with the work that you do. And so, and it was so interesting to watch because it was like, you started your business, you, you know, did the steps and you realized, hey, smoking's not really in alignment with my business. And you gave up cold turkey one day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then you're like I think I should have a podcast and bam you launch a podcast and then you know like you um you're you have even though there's still growth and obviously emotions and all of those things attached to growing that's a natural part of it of like you know launching a program and um whether or not it works as we planned or um having an experience in a relationship or whatever um it's like you turn up to that stuff though while always remembering that this is all just going to be part of your success story one day.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like nodding so much over <laughs> what you just said. It's like the, I, I, the thing for me that really made me show up for myself, which we talk about a lot in the coaching world, is the transaction. Oh, sorry, the transformation is in the transaction. Mm-hmm. So when you pay for something, that is when you, for me, I had to to pay for something to show up for myself and that gave me like the most epic freaking permission to show up for myself that I've never had before Mm because I was always the gap filler. I was always the person who did the things for other people and I was the mum and the wife and the filter on the farm and then did the family stuff and like and then did the housework and the cooking like these were roles that I slotted into not because I chose to be there it was the area that it just naturally progressed. You just walk around your life and this is what happens and you end up here and then you end up there and you end up farming and being a mum. And like this is just stuff that happened I felt like it had happened to me at the time. I felt like it had happened to me. Now I know that every my life is an like is a manifestation of every single choice I've ever made in my life. And that also allows me to like give me permission to and my future is based on the decisions I make today. So, wow. you know, everything in my, in your life is a choice, but when I paid the money to join Software Business Academy, I didn't tell my husband that I signed it for a course. I didn't tell him that I paid for anything mm-hmm. because I I knew he would say no at the time. He definitely 100% would have said no. It's, you know, we don't spend money on that sort of thing mm-hmm. and because we'd never talked about it before. But I the reason why I didn't is because I had to do it for me. I had to go put my big girl pants on and go, I'm the only one who gets to do who is I'm the only one who's living my life I'm the only one who's going to be sitting in my rocking chair when I'm 80 regretting the decisions that I didn't make or and thinking about the things that I did do or didn't do no one else is going to bear that burden for me I'm the only person who is in control of my own life and I need to start acting like it Mm -hmm. oh (laughs)
0: damn yes
1: like (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah.
0: This is so this is massive though. And I love that because well, for one, for those human design nerds that have may or may not have gotten obsessed with human design because of how much I talk about on <laughs> this podcast, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, Umhard is also a manifester like me. So um she's one of the, you know, few like I think it's around eight percent of the population now that are manifestors. Um and she, that, like, you know, kind of just, like, not needing anyone else's permission and just going out there and doing it, although everyone can freaking do that. That's, like, totally aligned with your design, which is also why I think it's, like, kind of cool. Um, hmm. That you just, like, completely own that part of, um, of yourself in that moment without even necessarily even realizing it. Um, yeah. And I would, I would love to know, like, going a little bit more to that transition space, space because there's kind of, like, I feel like the, to, to your story, there's, like, the part that's, like, the pre- like the before and then the after part, but then there's also like, there's also the shifts that happened before that led you to that decision. And then there's also all of the shifts that you've had and all of the things that you've done in this area um, now, which I'd really love to talk to you about as well, because I know you're a real leader in mindset and helping people see their thoughts and their process that they're going through and everything that they're experienced from a, like a really empowered position and be able to step into growth in that space. But for the listeners that are listening right now who might be... Um, Struggling or um, relating with some of the challenges that you're talking about that you had prior, Um, whether this is like for them, maybe they're, you know, listening and they're first wanting to start a business or maybe they're already in their business and they're kind of just like wondering where that next level is or how they can continue to grow. Like, what were some of the things that you can identify that helped you make that change? Like, how did you go from, like, well, firstly, like, having just been through postnatal depression and coming out the other side of that is already, like, huge. And then um, getting to this point where you're just, like, I'm going to start a business. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> like, uncommon um, pushover people pleaser. Oh, hello. Now I'm going to be this badass. Like, how? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so the, the first thing is just a, a, a buttload of courage and I uh, and faith I believe that when we jump we will always always be met with what we need from God universe whatever you believe like you will always be met with what it is that you need to support and for life and for all of the things mm-hmm. so firstly I've always been like a really big faith person I can i I've, jumping is like and my DNA. I'm, I'm really good at it, so jump in the DNA. <laughs> um, so that's certainly a big part for me why it's escalated, why things have changed so quickly for me is because I do continually just push myself outside of my comfort zone to jump. Having said that, the 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 prior, this like what it takes for me is to know what my subconscious what happens in my subconscious mind and how it like the training that I've learned over the last eight months or whatever about the subconscious mind has just, it really has shook my life. And it, like, I quit smoking cold turkey through the power of my, knowing my subconscious mind and through the power of affirmations. That is literally how I cooked cold turkey, quit smoking. I was like, on my, the day before my birthday, before my 20, how old am my 27th birthday? I was away in a luxury hotel with my husband and we were smoking and we had so many smokes and we were stressed. And I was like, you know what? I don't want this my life anymore this is something that I've battled with and I just I just don't and I'll, because I'll explain to my husband about you know if he wants something in his life or whatever you can just use um like explain about the subconscious mind and how it's programmed to keep us where we are and it's really just it's it's trying to keep us safe right it's trying to make sure we don't get killed by being shunned by society or whatever like you know it's it's really the it's loving us but I was like, honestly, affirmation is like the best thing. It's helped me with this and my confidence and all these things. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I know what, Jeff. I'll show you it can work. I'll quit smoking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I sat there, had my last smoke, and I was like, okay. And so I started saying to myself things like, I don't desire to smoke. I have no affiliation with the smokers. I have no problem being around smokers. Like, just all of this stuff. Like, I absolutely... I woke up the next day and the only thing that I and didn't anticipate, didn't anticipate that was a trigger for me was hearing a lighter click. Mm-hmm. But after that I was like, I have, I was like, I, so I like my heart fluttered. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I was like, okay, I have no, I have no association with a lighter click and just, and I, honestly, I had no cravings. I was telling myself I had no cravings, no cravings, never gone back, never thought about going back.
0: Mm-hmm. Just,
1: just absolutely nothing. And it was, so knowing how powerful our mind is, like my mum used to always tell me things like our mind, um, our mind is so powerful and she read The Secret when I was young. I still haven't read it. I do want to go and read it. Um, the movie's but, also on Netflix, You know, just FYI. <laughs> is there a movie? Oh, yeah, there's a, no, I watched the movie. I'm just like, yeah,
0: I watched
1: the movie. Um, wow, okay, I'm so going to watch that. Okay, 100% <laughs> think. Thank you for that top tip um because I love audiobooks and my favorite type of book so um yes movies it's, that's a great I love them, that goes to movies as well.
0: it's a little um, bit cheesy but it's
1: like the messages stupid. okay sweet right <laughs> thanks so yeah I what it really took was was knowing how my mind works and just like had, coupled with knowing how it works and the courage I think is like the recipe for success to me I think that's really what it is to me like the difference between where I was and where I am now and my future is I think it always comes back to those two things every time mm,
0: I think that's huge I, I, I totally agree with you on that as well because I feel like that for me personally they've been really massive transformations as well um, but it's like, it's so crazy when you think of it, when you come down to it, it's like, if you're looking for the next level in your business right now, or like whatever it is that you're doing, then it's like, where in your area are you avoiding things? You know, like where does it feel the most scary to go to? Because when you hear all of these incredibly successful people, like, I feel like almost every guest that's been on this show has at one point talked about courage, right? Like needing to have courage. And, um or it's just obvious through their story that they had an incredible amount of courage. That's, that's a decision. You know, that's literally saying I'm going to um, go to this space that's scary and have courage. And if courage is really going to be so transformational, then we need to look for the areas where we can practice that courage, not just like, sh- like push those parts down
1: <laughs> and be yeah. like, mm, no, you know? Yeah. Mm. it's I felt like when you were talking, the thing that comes up for me is, um, it's where the resistance is. That's where you lean in. Wherever you I every time I go to journal, I always feel resistance. Then I lean in and write two thousand words the other day about how I've showed up differently in the last week than I used to in my life. And I was because I was feeling like <clears throat> at the time I was feeling quite uh emotional and I had a lot of things going on I was Mm -hmm. working over a couple of days going I don't know what's going on I've done all the things I've like done the journaling and I've done the feminine thing and I've done the masculine and get it done and stopped avoiding things and all this stuff and like looked after myself and oh there was every I did everything I did absolutely everything and then I sat down and journaled on a prompt you gave me which was um What are you trying it was something like what are you trying to tell what are these emotions trying to tell me? Or something like that. Mm. And I wrote two thousand words of things just having the right journal prompt. Two thousand words of all the areas that I've things that I've done differently in the last week that I hadn't done before. And it was just like this huge up level and I was like, Oh, okay. No, no but I felt like the same I get this um feeling of sort of emptiness that I used to fill with smoking or or emotional eating or like lashing out at someone close to me, like getting angry, but I, it's something that I hadn't been doing. So I hadn't been filling that space with something that I had been doing in the past because I was in a growth, a growth space. So I had this space to fill, And so I hadn't been feeling with it and it left me feeling really like emotional and like, what is wrong with me? But there's nothing actually wrong with me. I just didn't realize that I'm growing so much. Mm. (laughs) Um, And I had the signs like previous that I had a flu for like three weeks and I got through it with affirmations and like, Oh my gosh. But so, but I hadn't really, for some reason, pieced it all together. I, I, I didn't realize I'd grown that much. I've never grown that much before. So it was like this huge area. And so I always, but like whenever you when, you, when you're facing something that needs courage, like you need to, that's, you have to learn the resistance because that is where we have space to grow. And that is how I plan my life. Like it's about intuitively how I plan my business and how I do my growth is it's intuition. And your intuition always <laughs> shows you things. It brings, brings things up for you to clear because it's like, this is not serving you anymore. So the resistance is literally like this, sign pop up in your face like let's deal with this okay this Mm. is here I don't want this anymore bye you know we choose to let it go and it's that's how we grow Mm, exactly
0: and I always think of like this um the like image of the like it's something like um an arrow has to be pulled back in order to like be flung forward right?
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: Yeah. And it's like, um, and I, although, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's necessarily pulling us back, but if you think of like, you know, I, I am, so if anyone's into archery, I apologize for my terminology, (laughs) but the like rope thing that you pull back on, like that has to stretch. Do you know what I mean? Like that has to be pulled, that Mm -hmm. has to have resistance and, um, and create that, um, whatever you, the, word would be but it has tension. to create that yeah tension or whatever in order to be able to like propel forward and move forward and create shift and change it's like imagine trying to like fling an arrow by just like lightly wiggling that little rope thing i know i'm just like <laughs> totally botching of archery but whatever <laughs> you get the analogy um it's yeah it's we where where there's growth there's gonna be this level of um feeling of resistance and i think that's like really really powerful to go into and i know um in everybody's life there's areas of resistance in this like through recently running like my money program this was like one of the biggest things as well and one of the things that came to mind for me when i was running this program and witnessing like people going through this and and um through the growth and everything was that a lot of the areas as well where you do feel resistance um, and you do – where, like, a lot of your biggest growth could come from is actually often the area that we um, don't necessarily have conscious awareness of until we, like, really start getting honest with ourselves because Mm -hmm. it's like – I don't like for an example when I was first like starting my coaching business it was like I always pushed the idea of having a coaching business to the back of my mind and I pushed it away and I actually felt like a massive amount of resistance to it because I felt like it was a betrayal to what I'd been working on I felt like I could do it anytime I felt like what was the big deal about coaching anyway like I just didn't really like I always had like this level of resistance And then it was so crazy because the moment that I leaned into it and I'm like, okay, well, let me just like, you know, humor me. What would it be like if I actually started a coaching business? Um, Then that's when I started to feel this like sense of freedom and liberation that I hadn't felt before. Um, But I like completely resisted that idea. But if you would have asked me in my life at that time, like, oh, where are you creating resistance? I would have never said, oh, with these new ideas that I'm having, I would have said, oh, you know, maybe this will only belief or maybe that, but yeah, you just have to get like so honest with yourself as well sometimes, or sometimes you need someone else to call you out on it too.
1: <laughs> yes, totally. One on one coach is amazing for that, calling you out on, on your BS. But I I fully resonate with the things you just talked about as well. Firstly the archery thing, like that is exactly how it feels, like you're yeah. being pulled the wrong way, and it feels horrible, <laughs> like, right before you let go, and then, like, oh, yay, okay, now I can see it, once you go good for the growth thing, yeah. but, um, also the, the pushing away thing, that's, that's also something that I resonate with so much, like, with, with my food blog, I watched it for 10 years, there's so many things that, yeah, we can let go of, for so, like, for, it keeps on coming up, and, yeah, leaning in is definitely, like, the human me thing, I think that's amazing, that is, I I never said that to myself, but that's something that I know will actually be really helpful because with the money program I'm doing with you at the moment, there's, um, it's so funny. I walked in thinking, you know, I have a pretty good relationship with money. We can always grow. So I'm sure I'll learn things, but you know, I'm pretty good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Was I wrong? Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. Okay, no, I was right with the, you can always grow. But like, what I, what but One of the biggest things I learned, journaling again, I was, um, the journal prompts you gave us, I, I, re- oh, I realized that I had this connection, I had rather this connection between I spend money because I feel like it's the one area I'm really in control of in my life because I have an accounting background, so I take care of the finances. My husband is informed, probably is the easiest way to explain it, yeah. not really involved. He is involved at some points, but through the majority of it, He's not involved. So I feel like I have total control of the money situation. So I realized that I spend money because it is the one area that I really feel in control in and I have like 100% mm-hmm. say over what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, the next question was like, can you get this feeling somewhere else or something like that? And I was like, well, yeah, I what I re, what where I, the area of my life that I really desire to have control over is my routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, so hold on. I'm spending that money at having online buying a phone or whatever, because I really want control of my routine. Like what? I- <laughs> mm, wow. Yeah. And this is and like, it's just like you're, you're kidding me.
0: Yeah. This is exactly what I was saying. Like sometimes we don't even realize the resistance that we're having in areas until we kind of like push ourselves to, to, explore the outer limits of what we're currently experiencing in life and then i think also like what you said it's like oh you think you have a pretty good relationship with money the thing is you do have a good relationship with money it's like this program specifically is to create expansiveness in your wealth and so it's also like i feel like a very different vibe but that is totally it you know like it's it's about being able to lean in um being able to step into that resistance and yeah just explore explore that for yourself you know Um, one of the other areas that you talked about, which I think is so powerful. And I know you run a program as well called like busting through the BS and it's got a sister program as well. What's it? Regain and rebuild.
1: Yes, that's correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, um, a lot of this program or, or an aspect of this program maybe, um, is, uh, understanding like the subconscious mind. And I like, you know, I, I kind of think the busting through the BS is like the perfect name for that initial program. Um, And so true to your own journey, what you've been through and everything as well. Like, can you talk to us a little bit more about like this busting through the BS concept or like, and how the subconscious mind kind of plays into that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, after I quit smoking with what I knew about my mind, um, which I had only learned a few months before actually. Um, but I've really been integrating it at in really deep levels in my life, obviously. I was having a bit smoking through it. Um, mm-hmm. And um, after I did that, I, I applied to everything that comes up in my life. Like when we, I don't know, when I'm worried about money, I apply it to my life. When I when I go to the gym, oh my gosh, okay. Yeah, the gym story is a great one. I um, <laughs> So I, I've always, I had always struggled with my weight my whole life and I didn't enjoy exercise and all the things and um, I had really since we left farming I've really started being a lot more active and I felt this pull or rather, I had this thought or this intuitive thing to join a gym but everything in my body every fiber of my body like when I thought about walking into a gym my heart would start fluttering. I would get like butterflies and I'd think about all the things that people would say to me, like that person's going to judge me because they think I'm fat or whatever, like all of these things and they're going to like, you know, laugh at me for how I'm using the machines because I don't know what I'm doing. And the, the physical feeling and like to the extent of how I was feeling um, and thinking like how convicted these thoughts were, I felt exactly the same way as if, I was thinking about jumping in front of a bus. Like my subconscious mind was literally keeping me in the place that I always had been because that's where I thought it was safe. My subconscious mind is like, well, no, actually, if we want to live long term, being fit and healthy is actually a really good thing, right? But my subconscious mind is like, you will die if you walk in there. (laughs) basically. Yeah. And so, so I just took the same things. I took the affirmations. I understood my subconscious mind is as, as just keep me where it is in this comfort zone because it really loves me. doesn't want me to die. And I just took the affirmations and went, no, I'm taking my 5% conscious brain power and I'm going to do the things that I want because, you know, and then we get to rewire our subconscious mind right through repetition or an emotional event. We get to rewire our subconscious mind And now going to the gym is not a struggle for me, but it really, really was, like, so bad. And it's something that – so I apply in every area of my life. And after I quit smoking, I knew that this had so much power. And I I really – the more and more and more I apply it in my life, the more I feel absolutely unstoppable because I'm like, there's nothing I can't do, like, literally nothing I can't do in my life. If I can – push myself outside of my comfort zone i can achieve anything i want i'm completely limitless like a hundred percent Yes. oh my gosh yes yes and yes so that's <laughs> you go <laughs> um, and, sorry and i was just like i have to share this i absolutely have to and so that's why i created the two system mindset programs which is going to have a little shake-up i think it's going to be one but i'm going to be releasing some more details on that in the future um, for the next future rounds instead of them being two. So one's Bust Through the BS, one's Regain and Rebuild. And I just, like, I had to share it. And the women, so we've done the first one, Bust Through the BS, and they are, like, feeling, like, they share all their stories, like, they're feeling so limitless. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's you. Oh, I just can't yeah. even deal with, yeah. like, how powerful it is.
0: Yeah, it is so powerful because... The when I think once you start to understand the power of the mind and you start to understand, um, the actual uh control that you actually do have, then a lot of those thoughts that we have tend, tend to hold less weight on us as well. Because, like, people hear me talking about this all the time, but really, like, our, our experience in life is 100% what we believe about it, right? Like, if we believe it's hard, that if we believe, um, entrepreneurship is for other people but not for us, if we believe that it's hard to make money, if we believe that. People are going to judge us. It's like, that's what we experience. And the funniest thing is, is that whether or not it's happening, we still think it is. Right? Like, it's like the example that you gave of walking into the gym and thinking about what all the other people are thinking of you, whether or not they're actually thinking that is completely irrelevant because you think they're thinking that. So you feel shitty. (laughs) Right? Yes. So it's like, yes. this is exactly the the power. It's just like if you, if you get to either decide that people are thinking shitty things about you or you can think that, one, they're thinking good things about you or, two, that they're not even fucking thinking about you, which they're probably not. Like everyone is so obsessed with themselves, right? Like just like <laughs> you're thinking, oh, my God, these people are thinking whatever of me, they're probably thinking, oh, my God, she's thinking that of me. You know, like... <laughs> they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. So um, it's just like we can choose to think a different thought, and we can choose to be proud of what we're doing. We can choose all of these different things, but it really does start with being able to understand that when we have these thoughts, like just really summarizing what you said, is like when we have these thoughts, it's like we we decide whether that's something that we want to live by or whether we want a different thought, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And that's huge.
0: Do you have any other like kind of practical tips maybe for the audience that would be like on how they could catch themselves out on some of those thoughts or like where, where, um, or even like a tip of what to do once they've noticed it. Cause how do you just like simply be like, Oh, that's, I don't want that belief.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, so the first thing I, one of the, one of the most powerful things that I did is firstly, I did a thought audit And it's just where you think about all the things you think about, and um, because it's because our our thoughts, sorry, our beliefs drive our thoughts. Our thoughts drive our feelings, and our feelings drive our actions, and actions drive our results. Right? Mm -hmm. So our thoughts are directly (laughs) impacting the result we're getting. So if you go back to your thoughts, then you. Because like, that's a. I was so toxic in my own head The first time I did this I was like, oh my gosh This is the worst negative Nancy I could have ever thought of No wonder I can't do X, Y, Z No wonder I have no self-confidence No wonder I, whatever the blocks are I'm not, Sorry, not blocks It's a little bit of a trigger word <laughs> the, days, the perceived blocks um, No wonder I'm not able to <laughs> Yes <laughs> No wonder I can't do anything Because really, you know If, if our life If our life is determined on what we're doing, the decisions we're making, then we need, we should be our own cheerleader, you know, our own best friend in our own head. So if we can't, you know, anyway, so when I, so that's what we really, that's what I decided I wanted to be, I want to be my own best cheerleader because if no one else is going to do it for me, you know, I can't rely on anyone else. I'm the only one who's going to do the things in my life for me, so this is something I need to do for myself. I do it for everyone else around me, but not for myself. <laughs> so I decided that's not okay. Yeah, um, so that's the first thing I did, was a thought audit. And that was really eye-opening. And then what was the original question? (laughs) I've actually forgotten that. No, no, this is good. I was just sharing, like, how how does
0: someone become, like, one, aware of thoughts that may not Mm. be um, supportive of them? And I think the thought audit is so perfect because when you do a thought audit and, like, if you're thinking about what you're thinking, you can be like, do I like this belief or do I not, you know?
1: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, and then how, like, okay, so you do a thought audit, and then, like, how does someone then go from, like, um, as shifting that? Because you've made these, like, dramatic shifts, and you've been able to shift quite quickly with a lot of these things. And even though there's obviously layers and all that kind of stuff, but a lot, like you said, you quit smoking cold turkey. There's, like, a lot of things you were able to do just in a moment. Like, how, how does that happen? So you're aware of this thought now, but then where does the shift actually mm. come from?
1: So it, it comes from the awareness that everything our life is driven by our beliefs so I I then was like I get to choose my own beliefs I wasn't a Christian as a child and I am now you have the choice to choose what you believe so I was like well if I want to if I want this change in my life I need to believe something different so if I want to have confidence I need to believe that I am divinely guided I am love I love myself like it's affirmations. Affirmations are literally a secret little weapon that yeah. takes very little discipline to do, <laughs> but they honestly are the the most incredible thing. And so I say them morning and night. Our brainwaves are different, like bright. You know, like the way I explain it is, you know, when you first wake up and you're like half awake, half not. Before you like really are like, oh, which room am I in, or where am I, where's my phone, you know, whatever it is. Like, that is the way I explain it is, like, I've never actually been, um, what's the word hypnotized, but I imagine that's what it probably would feel like, and that's when we're able to speak straight into our subconscious mind a lot easier, so we that's when you use your affirmations, is when you're first waking up and going to sleep, and that is life-changing, that is literally the key to everything in your yeah. life, it's, so it's just the, the small discipline that it takes to do something, and it's just, it's the compounding thing too, right, it's like you're, you talk about with your husband, he's a pilot, right, and when you set the dial to one, whatever the mark is when you fly across the other side of the world, if you set the GPS thing off slightly, you end up on the wrong country, you know? Like one thing done every single day, one little thing, one step, going to the gym three times a week or and eating, you know, swapping your chips for whatever, you know? Yeah. Like one thing done every day over six weeks, six months, 12 months changes everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. That's huge. Um, and I think that's like, it's one of those things. And this is like, right now there's people that are listening and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. And then there's other people that are like, yeah, 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 I already do this. But it's like, no, listen, listen and friggin' apply this because you know, like the part of your mind that goes, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard this before. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I know this or, oh yeah, yeah, I already do this. It's like that part of you is not friggin' serving you. Cause even if you already do this, there's another layer. You know what I mean? Yes. And the only way we block ourselves off from reaching our next level—well, maybe not the only—but a massive component of it is when we tell ourselves we already know this. But if you were really to like listen and apply this, and really say, "Okay, I'm booking a time in my phone right now where I'm going to sit down and do a thought audit, and I'm going to write down all of the thoughts that I think, and then I'm going to decide whether or not I want those thoughts anymore," like really. That's how you're really going to start to see that shift because I feel like the mind is one of the things that's like, it can create the biggest change in our life, but it also takes one of the most, like the most discipline. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, like I am a living testament that being like a child and relearning things and relearning things and relearning things, you can change your whole life because that is exactly what I've done I take the same thing and integrate a deeper level like you peel back you're 100% right you can we watch our favorite movie we'll watch it 100 times we'll watch it every week till the day we die so you always pick up different things there's always something there's always exciting you like reliving it so apply the when you have you're exactly right when you have something go oh I already know this no, you don't. <laughs> there's always something else to learn, just like you always want to watch a movie. Any time that I have this feeling like, oh, I think I'm good, I think, no, but I want to watch The Notebook again. So until the day that I don't even want to watch my favorite movie again, I'm always going to listen again <laughs> with beginner's mindset because there's always something. There's always something to learn again.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I think, like, honestly, like if you were to apply the stuff that you're talking about, like have the courage... Um, know the power of your mind and witness the thoughts that are kind of just happening without even your conscious thought and start to shift those to thoughts that you would rather have. Like, this is literally how you do anything. Mm-hmm. Huh, yep. Exactly. Like what you changed, like, my life. Yeah, exactly. It's how you <laughs> change your life. It's how you've like literally become limitless in your potential. And it's like, it's one of the most powerful things you'll ever learn. And for me, I a hundred percent agree. It's been one of the most powerful things for me. And you're a living testament to how powerful this work really is. So thank you so much for sharing all of this goodness.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much for having me. And thank you very much for teaching me a little bit to Viola. It's been incredible. (laughs) I'm so happy yeah it's like the thing is is that we
0: can have teachers and we can have mentors and coaches as well but it's like through the application and embodiment of doing it ourselves that we really understand it so it's still like you know like I may have guided you in ways but it's it's I've guided other people who haven't had the same transformation because it really does come back to your personal power as well
1: yes yeah and the repeating you just you just repeat it every time yeah every time (laughs) just keep showing up for yourself and <laughs> your life will change
0: yes well if, do you have any like uh like a negative wisdom you want to leave the audience with
1: uh <clears throat> for some reason it keeps coming up so I will share it um other people's opinions this is something Rachel Holler says other people's opinions are none of your business and it's something that it, it that coupled with the, the fear and everything of the food blog that's something that held me back for a long time is starting my business or stepping out to being a coach or whatever it is I was absolutely mortified in the gym you know other people's opinions but whether it's hypothetical or or real whatever it is you're the only person who gets to decide what happens with your life and other people people are thinking or not thinking or you think they're thinking or you're pretty sure they're thinking whatever it is Mm. (laughs) it's none of your business it is absolutely none of your business so just Mm -hmm. do you do you boo yeah (laughs)
0: I love it. Okay, where can people come hang out with you and learn more about your work and what you do and just, like, be in your vibe? So I hang out
1: mostly on, oh, actually, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram and Facebook, actually, probably quite even. So at the Farmhouse Gallery. Um, and I also have a website, com, which has got all the goodness, all the food, and all the courses and all the things every there every everywhere. <laughs> and I also have my own podcast too, which is the Farmhouse Gallery Inspirational Rounce Rounts for a Homesteading Wife. And I talk a lot about mindset over there as well. It's a big thing for us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you also have, <laughs> have the group,
1: right? right? Oh no I have a Facebook group. You're right. I have another one. Um, and that's called High Vibe Babes Community. I started that because I was living rurally and I I was getting into mindset stuff and personal development but I had no one around me who even knew what that was, quite frankly, and I didn't know where to, where to go. So I've created this group for us to really support each other and be a network and like Women Empowering Women is so incredible about it. it's Like if you don't have someone to celebrate when you made a hundred dollars or when you made a big shift or when you're jumping out of your comfort zone, like come in here and we will celebrate with you. I freaking love it. That is
0: so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for joining me today on Hired. it so awesome to hear your story and you share a little bit of your strength and energy with the audience because you're awesome. And to everyone listening as well, thank you so much for being here. I'm absolutely so grateful for your presence and for joining us. If it's the first time that you've ever listened to the podcast, thank you. High five, like welcome to the club. (laughs) The Abundant (laughs) Babes Club. Feel free to reach out to either Anghard and I if you want to share a little bit more about how this episode has impacted you and we would be so grateful if you do take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your story. Tag both um, myself at Hug and Anghard at the Farmhouse Scullery. Um, and we would definitely love to chat a little bit more about how this has impacted you and see that you've listened and that you've loved it. So thank you, thank you for being here and we'll see you again next week on the Effect Podcast. Bye.